welcome to the AHC podcast. Join us in conversation with experts, thought leaders and colourful characters in the hairdressing industry and beyond. We'll be discussing stories and ideas to inspire, educate and entertain you and most importantly, to help grow your business. If you'd like to listen to more AHC podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or Apple under the Australian Hairdressing Council. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, everyone. I'm Sandy Chong from the Australian Hairdressing Council. And I have with me today Catherine Giuliano, who is from One Music. Now, I know that every salon plays music. Um, you know, to work with and for the enjoyment of their of their guests and their clients. And so the Australian Hairdressing Council gets lots of questions like, what is One Music? I've got an invoice from them. And why is it that I have to pay, you know, for playing music in the salon? So I thought we'd invite Catherine in from One Music and actually ask these hard questions to her as well. Now, the thing is, who is Catherine? Well, she is the director of One Music Australia. Now, she's based in Sydney but they do have offices around the country. She leads a large team of people whose job it is to make sure businesses have a license for the music that they use. Catherine's team looks after licensing needs of more than 100,000 Australian venues playing music from one music's repertoire. Now, Catherine's not a musician herself, but many of her staff are musicians and she has spent decades in the art and music industry here and in the UK. And over her career, Catherine estimates she has chatted to over 10,000 businesses, owners and managers about the value of music in their operation. So hi, Catherine, and thank you for having a chat with the Australian Hairdressing Council. And I've got lots of questions for you that I know that you'll answer for me. But the first one is, who's your favourite artist of all time? Yes, I had. Ah, thank you, Sandy. Firstly, for having me here, it's it's fantastic, and I I welcome the opportunity to kind of educate and talk about um, something I'm passionate about, um, and and dispel all the myths and and and, um, you know provide some information and um, knowledge about music licensing. So yeah, um, I had to think about this question. My favourite artist of all time, I would think, is the Stone Roses. Oh, (laughs) there you go. And why is that? Why is that? Because um, I enjoyed them in the 90s and it's, it brings, whenever I hear their music, it brings me back to a time of uh, fun and freedom where <laughs> I, yeah, so it's nostalgic really. Youth, yeah. youth, okay. All right then, and um, so what's your favourite music venue in Australia? Um, I think it's probably the Metro, which is in Sydney on George Street. That's probably my favourite venue, music, live music venue. Okay. I remember the days of the basement, actually, in Sydney. That was many, many years ago that I would go there too. So tell me, what made you want to work in the music industry? Um, I, uh, to be honest, I uh, moved into the music industry by default, really. I started in TV. So I um, wanted to remain in the arts, but kind of have more of a nine-to-five um, you know, lifestyle. So um, I moved into music and it was the best thing ever. And I was uh, passionate about music, but it wasn't kind of a focus to work in, in the industry. And I've been in the industry now for 25 years. So um, I'm glad I made that move. Yeah. And um, we've met personally as well, face-to-face, and I know that you are incredibly passionate about the music industry. So um, 
All right, so let's get down to One Music, though. Can you tell our listeners about One Music and who is it that you represent? Yes, okay. So One Music um, exists in Australia and that brand also exists in New Zealand. So One Music Australia uh, represents music creators and that's music creators worldwide. The word music creators um, essentially means if you think of a song, two different individuals, so two different human beings. With a song, you have the songwriter who creates the musical work and you also have the recording artist, the person that records that music. Often they're not the same person. And I'll just quickly give an example. Kylie Minogue, for instance, she's a recording artist but she has songwriters writing her song and a song such as I Can't Get You Out of My Head. There's a specific songwriter. There's a number of songwriters, but Kathy Dennis is the songwriter, uh, one of the songwriters for that song. So One Music looks after both of those individuals here in Australia and worldwide. Uh, the songwriter uh, was looked is looked after by APRA AMCOS, so people may have heard of APRA, looks after the songwriter, and PPCA looks after the recording artist. One Music was created in 2019, uh, a joint initiative by APRA and PPCA to create One Music, the brand, so that users of music only have to deal with one organisation. So they don't have to understand copyright, they don't have to understand the musical work concept what that is and the recording artist that knew is what and this that they all they needed to know was they just need a license from one music okay um it's funny that you used that iconic song can't get you out of my head so you do realize that that will be in my head all day I know (laughs) (laughs) it's just one of those songs as soon as you mentioned it's like I'm going to be having that in my head all day so um when we look at the hairdressing industry though um why do you why does music play such an important role, do you think, in our industry? This is my, um, this is my favourite question I think that you, you may ask me today. Um, so music, as everyone will know, from a personal point of view, has power. Music can influence human behaviour and make people do things that they might not normally do if they're not listening to music. You know it can make you cry, it can make you happy, it puts you into um, a state, a mental state. So in the business context, music, uh, when, when a business plays music, that the person is engaged in with the product and uh, it contributes to their experience from first engagement to the sale, right? It's It's the whole journey of the you know the the experience they're having within for instance a salon so um that's the role that music plays it contributes to branding of that business um and it contributes to when that person walks away from having the service provided what they feel right so yeah yeah yeah. And, you know, I, I know that I've even walked into um, a retail space and I've left because the music just did my head in and I've gone in others where I've stayed because the mu- music is so good and I'm just quite happy to be there in that space. So it's interesting how it does affect your buying power as well. But um, so why does why do we have to pay fees, though, to One Music? I mean, and how do you work out those fees? Yeah. So, um, 
APRA, which was one of the bodies that I mentioned, um, have been around since 1926. So when a person creates that piece of music, so Kylie and Kathy Dennis, for instance, we go back to the original example, they've got rights in the Copyright Act and it was formalised in 1968 with the Australian Copyright Act. So they have a number of rights. One of them is public performance of music, which is One Music. One Music looks after the public before. That's the official term in the Copyright Act. And that's where music is heard in a business. The the auditory hearing of that uh, piece of music, permission needs to be gained and acquired from the copyright owner, from Kathy and from Kylie to be able to play that music. So um, those songwriters and performing artists have assigned their rights to One Music to licence it on their behalf. So we hold that permission on their behalf Hence, those um, businesses need to come to us to acquire a licence, that permission to play the music, to publicly perform it in their business. And that's via any means, Sandy. So it could be a radio, TV, it could be a DJ live, it could be a streaming service. doesn't matter how the music's played. It's just the word is played. Any device, by any means, it's just the hearing of it is the permission needs to be gained. Okay, so why arrange music licensing then through One Music, the One Music team, say? Yeah, because it's a, it's simpler. So instead of a business going to every single copyright owner, so you uh, these days songs have a number of um, songwriters. There's not just one anymore. There's collaborations. So you have up to 10, 20 um, copyright owners for a piece of music. Technically, what you're meant to do if you're playing it in your business is to get permission from every single one. Yeah. So instead of that, we're the body that represents us. And, and so we, it, we're, we're classified um, as non-profit. So what it is is that you come to us, we give you the licence, um, we take out an admin fee and then we pay it out to the copyright owners as royalties. So they get payment for it and that's why we exist. So we license businesses and we pay it out to royalties because the Copyright Act says those um, creators deserve to be paid for their service. So who actually gets paid? Who gets paid? The songwriter and the performing artist. That's who we represent. It gets paid back to them because that's their their product is a, is a, like a, a haircut, is a service. Yeah. So they're, they're little business owners. Yeah. And, you know, I often liken it to our industry where many in our industry do amazing, beautiful photo shoots. They cost thousands and thousands of dollars. And, you know, who owns that shoot? And if a salon down the road actually took that shoot and put in the front window, well, it's like, well, hang on, you didn't create that, you didn't pay for that, and so you can't do that. So, you know, I often use um, photo shoots that a salon has done as an example as to why, well, we have to pay for someone else who's made music, created music, and they own that product and we want to use it, so therefore we have to pay something. Yeah, and you know what people might be asking, but I pay for my Spotify. Exactly, yeah. I pay for my CD. But what they've got to understand is what they're paying for is domestic use only for their at-home in the home and in their car, for instance. But they're not paying. It's not. It does not cover, and it says all over that product. By the way, that's in small print, and it always has said it on CDs and vinyl and everything. Not for public performance. So once that music is played in a business, 
that's where we step in. Well, just one last question then. How do you work out what our fees are? So if I own a business, um, how do you work out the fees? So um, how we work it out is we, and yeah, we've been doing this for a long time and it's interesting and sometimes it's worked out by um, a, a government independent body called the Copyright Tribunal of Australia. They work it out mm-hmm. um, or we work with industry to work it out. So the way that this licence, the licence for this industry um, is based on the size of the premise of where that music's heard. So it's only the auditory spaces of where the music's heard and it's a metre squared um, and the and it's in tiers, so it's it's paid by the size. So the bigger the, the business, the license fees is bigger, and the smaller it's smaller. Okay, that makes sense. And I know that with my salon, we paid in installments, and so it wasn't one big fee or a fee for the year. I know you can pay that, but I know that I always paid in installments, so that sort of made it a lot easier on the cash flow as well. And we're actually moving into next year's space because we're getting a new CRM monthly instalments. But at the moment, it's quarterly, but we're hoping to move to monthly down the track. And one thing I will say about paying out the money is um, because people might say, how do you pay it out? Um, We do have a partnership with a business called Ordu, and it's a music recognition um, and it's a device that can be plugged in and it doesn't record the song so I know people might go people can record the conversations no it fingerprints so it's a it's a tech business that only fingerprints the first 10 seconds of every song and then it matches it and then we pay it out so we can actually pay out what your salons are playing because at the moment we're working it out on um, radio um, airplay we get full radio logs and we get full Spotify and um, digital service logs and we also get background music supplier logs um so um it, it's a much more accurate way um other than background music suppliers it's very accurate but um this is a, a way that people can do it can, can use this device for free from us well that's really good to know and look i think you have answered a lot of the questions that come to the australian hairdressing council from our salons that just really want to know well you know, who is One Music? Why do I have to pay it? You know, who are these people? All these questions come to us and you've answered them all. So thank you so much for your time, Catherine, and thank you for being so passionate about the music industry, which we all love, obviously, and um, and I know you certainly are as well. But thanks for coming on to the AHC and just clearing up all the information and the questions that have been asked about One Music and royalties, etc. So thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah, music and um, hair go together. Absolutely. Thanks.